Welcome to a very exciting episode of Coffee and Wrestling, a wrestling podcast with your hosts, Jamie and Mark. It is the first episode of 2024. Happy New Year. Thank you so much for joining us, friends. This, this posted on New Year's Day and you know, as our loyal fan base always listens the minute this comes out, thank you so much for listening. Uh, but yeah, Happy New Year. It's 2024. It's a new yes. year of professional wrestling. It is the winding down of uh, American hockey. Uh, it's coming up in April, and I have fireworks blowing up outside my house at nine o'clock at night. So, Ignore America that. on New Year's, well, December thirty first. You'll be hearing this on the on the first, but I digress. I'm first already episode, digressing. Twenty twenty four, new season. So glad We're you're doing, here. We talked about this last year. Uh, every year, it's going to be a new season. Not that it really matters to you guys, uh, but it's season three. This is our third year of us doing this calendar year not full year we're, we're working on that uh but yeah new season new year new same old bullshit really it's yeah it's yeah. it's professional wrestling and caffeine. for the most part but i'm very excited to talk about the the newest aw pay-per-view world's yes. end and also the closing of the continental classic we did crown a new champion right and i'm very excited to talk about it yes very my predictions came true for a lot of different things on this pay-per-view. Yes. For a lot yes. of different things. Yes, unfortunately. So So AW World's End was last night and it was interesting. It was an interesting I, I mean, way to cap a, off the year. That's for it sure. It was a well put together pay-per-view. The matches were really good. I didn't have any complaints. Uh the zero hour was a little bit choppy. All three matches were a little bit less than stellar. Uh and I it's which was weird cuz it wasn't like they were filled with anything other than good performers. I mean, the 20-man uh, battle royales, the 20-man battle royale, you're going to get what you get Sure, there. it was fun. I, I feel Yeah, it was fun. You and I were having a great time watching each one of them get eliminated and down to the last three when Trent ended up double-crossing Dan Housen. I know, I was going to say, I can't believe that we were in absolute awe for like two solid minutes after he threw him out. Like, well, I it's can't funny too because we, we did our predictions. This happened. We did our predictions and before we even knew anybody that was in the, uh, in the battle royale, uh, originally, you went with Butcher, and I went with Danhausen. I ended up changing mine to Butcher because, I was like, there's no way Danhausen's going to win. But you know what? He actually God, went further. But God damn it, he did. He went further than Butch. I he mean, was he number went, three. I know. Unfortunately, Serpentico went out first. I know. I mean, what a but, bummer. You know what? But I thought of it this way. Okay, so and, I, and I've I, I've said this on the podcast before, and I still to this day think it's true. That man got paid just as much as the other nineteen guys. Maybe not the one one who win. I'll give the one that won. Maybe you got a little bit, little bit bonus. But he he got paid just as much as everybody else to go out first, a fraction of the time. Yeah, I mean he was in the showers uh, already in catering before. Trent oh yeah, even he was got over out of there. The ring. He, he talking to Ben Deho and John Cooper and. Uh, or John, John Cooper. John Cruz. Yeah, no, he was talking to the old... Uh, uh, John Coop? Light- yeah, Coop? talking to the old uh, Coop, yeah. <laughs> the old Tampa Lightning coach. The, the uh, 20-man battle royale was super fun. Um, it was funny because, like, right when it started, uh, two guys ended up immediately underneath tables, and I started joking because I didn't even see who it was. It happened so quickly. I was like, whoever well, yeah. is underneath the table is going to well, win classic, this. Classic AEW battle royale. Nobody started in the ring. You shouldn't. Well, yeah, no, my they advice. Didn't, listen, they didn't start, if you're they didn't ever ring the bell at all until until John Silver got in the ring, but it's just right. like they're if like, you're okay, ever in an AEW uh, battle royale, take your go, time. and everybody just starts beating the shit out of each other outside the ring, and then somebody goes, "Well, we're gonna wait until at least one person rolls in the ring, and then we're gonna ring the bell." Yeah, so like twenty guys or like fifteen guys were already on the outside; they weren't even in. Smart tactic. Also, only like three quarters of them got an introduction. Yeah, that's unfortunate Some, too. But that's okay. That's okay. Teams. <laughs> but like I said, it started off. Two guys were underneath the tables. I can't even remember who the other guy was. But I was like, whoever's underneath it was the table. Lo- it was loot, or I'm sorry, kill switch, and it was Lance Archer. Lance Archer. Yep. And I said one of them is going to win. It's going to be the, that classic, like old school battle royale tactic. You, it's a gimmick you would see from from Serpentico or sure. even like our truth. I know different company or Danhausen. You know I mean? Yeah, come out yeah, front of the ring and like, hey, you never counted me in, number, in the whole you know, time. Nineteen throws eighteen out and he's in the ring celebrating. I won, I won. Here comes Danhausen, you know, or whoever. But I, it was a it, the the zero hour was a great like opener. Um, it, it just I don't know the, the other two ma- the the battle royale was great. It, it, I mean, it is what it is. 
You can only have so much fun with the with the battle royale. No, it was only, good only tell because so much of a story. As soon as it came down to Trenton and Killswitch, it was so obvious it was going to go to Killswitch because this opportunity, whoever won, was going to be able to fight either the winner between uh, Adam Copeland or Christian Cage. Now, okay, so now that made a lot of sense storyline wise. So I was like, okay, that's cool. Like that'll well, play uh, in eventually. Which uh, I mean, which, let's get. Why don't we get into that then? Why don't we? Okay, what were now, you, go ahead and finish what you're. I was going to say, was. mind you, they really brought home the fact that. Uh, Kill Switch can now cash this in anytime, at any time, any place, anytime, any place, um, anywhere. It was anytime. basically like a money in the bank briefcase situation right. for the TNT Championship. Right, right. So I mean, I, I feel like, it, and if you haven't watched the pay per view at this point, I don't know why you're listening to the podcast, but yeah. I appreciate it either way. Um, but uh, do you feel like they kind of like? showed their hand a little bit with that like they showed i mean it, it would be difficult to do without doing it this way but mm-hmm. by having kill switch winning that contract or whatever because it, it was a, it was a, a like a document folder with a, right. con- a supposed contract in it um my I, do you think they kind of jumped the gun almost to where it's like well okay now I know he's going to get involved. Well, like, without I a doubt, I, without a doubt, I know yeah. that Kill Switch is going to get involved with that. The, was with one that of the things now. I had said, like immediately after he won, was okay. He could potentially cash it in tonight because it's Adam versus uh, Christian Cage, yeah. later in the night, so he could potentially cash that in. There was like a hundred percent possibility for that. I feel I like you think had it to. ruined it for me. Oh no, I, I didn't ask if it ruined it. I'm just saying I felt like it was kind of one of those like, oh well, I'm, I'd almost be disappointed if he didn't show his face at some point right you know what i mean like i didn't i didn't expect even as a tease like a damian yeah yeah i didn't expect it to go the way that it did so i gotta give that was good uh, you know kind of a a (laughs) little bit of an applause to aew having christian cage be that much of a sleazebag that he so good he like doesn't even ask he like just demands so that he get that luch give him his his title shot assuming again you haven't seen the whole thing maybe missed something they went uh, god what was it 25 minutes yeah 25 minutes these guys beat the absolute shit out of each other like they were arch nemesis and dragon ball z or something well, I it think was, it was absolutely I, it was a great <laughs> match pulling like, everything out i saw a lot i saw a few negative reviews about the match how people just didn't like it which was very very surprising i i, my, I felt like this pay-per-view the opinions that i had were the polar opposites of the internet wrestling community to where this match was you know another one of the it just wasn't i've heard a lot of flack it just wasn't what it should have been and i kind of I had a dis. I got to disagree. Like, I mean, do I think it was the quality of edging Christian circa two thousand and two, you know, or two thousand and one, or a T, you know, TLC nineteen ninety eight, sure. the Brood? Like, no, I don't think That's that they really went as hard. But I'm just saying, like, I, I don't think they went as hard as they could have back then. But I feel like these two went above and beyond beating the hell out of each other. They which did. is something you no only DQ do match. with an individual that you have history with. Right. And you, you trust have, enough that can do that exactly, with. Exactly. You know? That you have that trust in to where I can beat the hell out of you with a kendo stick five times from Sunday. Exactly. And know that even though your back is welted to all get out, you're under, under the understanding that it wasn't anything personal, that it's strictly just to sell this movie. Exactly. And I really felt like they did a good job doing oh, that. Oh, Adam blasted a, a Christian over the head. With the kendo stick at oh, one yeah. point, like it was shorthand brutal. too. It wasn't. It wasn't like your standard <laughs> baseball swing. He shortened his grip, which means you make that that kendo stick even more rigid, and just drove it into the back of his head. Like it, it, it to me, it felt like they really went. They really went for the jugular on each other. It wasn't a gratuitous violence. It wasn't a death match, but it was a no disqualification. <laughs> I'm sorry, no disqualification match. They right. brought they they satiated the crowd's hunger for tables, ladders, and chairs, yep. and, fire. and fire. Yeah, I, I I and I really think they hit everything on the head. Now the way that the match ended up panning out to where Edge wins, and then Luch comes down. And, and you know, that kill whole switch. or kill switch, whatever he <laughs> like, does, that whole thing. Christian steals the the contract, which number one, I thought was a little bit corny. Yeah, because if you win a contract, I feel like you just can't hand it over to somebody 
they sign their name. That means you're walking around with a blank contract. Uh, well, yeah, I think, I feel like I think that's they were not trying to play binding. on. I think they were trying to play on the fact like it was so quick. Right, that he right. Just no, took I understand it. And, it. I, I understand you know. it. It just that one kind of irked me a little bit. That's me being nitpicky though. Okay. Uh, that you know that's that it, next week that you know that Mark's gonna say oh well if you're nitpicking about who's signing the contract you're being you know uh, yeah. way too critical. You're, lo- am, you're looking for a critical, critical thing to say right. Um, and then he won in 11 seconds. What do you think he said? To to who? To kill switch. What oh, do you I think, think he said? About Adam Copeland. He, oh, he clearly said fuck you. Oh yeah. Um, I I don't know. I don't know if they're playing like, at, or uh, Christian has like something over. That's kind of what kill I was switch. thinking like, too. Like he knows like, that he ate a fucking baby or something. Yeah, like no, I'll tell everybody knows. you're not a dinosaur it, it if really, you don't give me your contract. It gives me it gives me those vibes <laughs> of like Sons of Anarchy where you had the uh, juice. Like was doing all that awful sure. shit for like four for seasons, literally no and, reason. And he's like, I just didn't want anybody to know that I was part black, and nobody cared. Nobody cared. <laughs> and it feels like it's going to be one of those things, um, with with whatever the hell he's got, because he's got something over him. Like I don't he know. Clearly does. Like or he's saying something. He's got a triggering phrase. Like I, you know, you don't have a real dad, like or something like that. That's yeah, like right. just making him go, exactly. oh man, because every he's done it like numerous times. Yeah, meteor killed your family. You yeah, know, something. You know. I know the meteor that killed your family. <laughs> um, you're not a real dinosaur. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I just that's I, intriguing. I, I know you originally, maybe me too. I don't remember a lot. Uh, it kind of didn't like this very much initially. The, the Christian Cage getting the title back that quick. Yeah, at first I was like, oh, uh, why? And I, But then I, I let it simmer for a second. I felt the same way. I reacted the same way to where I was like, well, that was fucking dumb. And then 15 seconds went by and I realized like, no, that's that's it. That was perfect. It's, what a it's, better way to go out as the biggest heel of 2023 right? than like that. Right? Not only has he completely like upheaved an entire family in the Wayne Wayne residence but he's also now like completely just undermined one of those one of the most powerful guys in all of AEW and he's got him so far under his thumb that he can have him give whatever he wants right he gets whatever he wants gets second chance after second chance after second chance when he doesn't deserve it and two-time TNT champion able to weasel his way (laughs) Back into it. I love it. It's so good. It was so perfect because if Adam won and it ended like that, like where do you go from there? Right. Right. You've got a redemption arc of Christian Cage, but it's just going to feel like... Because once you take that battle away from Christian, once you take him off that podium, once you take the the gold out of his kingdom right. and have everybody turn on him, he's done. You're taking like, that that's, momentum. That's the end of heel Christian. Right. You know what I mean? Like, okay, you can probably drop the belt and still have heel Christian, but it's going to take a huge chunk out. Right. And I don't feel like I'm ready for it yet. I want I, more. I, I understand I want to be mad every single yeah. time he graces yeah. my television <laughs> and he takes another person and goes, oh, yeah. I'll take you under my wing. Right. It takes another person. You don't have person. a father. I'll take you Come under here. my wing. You don't have, like, I love it. I absolutely love this. So, unfortunately, the Continental Classic has come to a close for 2023. Ooh. It's so bittersweet. I hate it. I want to go back to October when this shit started and do it again. <laughs> I'm mad. When Tony, Tony Khan, Khan first announced it. I want um, the C3. <laughs> Please, the Continental Classic crossover. Perfect. Yes. Perfect. Um, ho- uh, that's what I'm hoping for next year is that there's going to be some actual like NJPW guys in this fighting for that. The only thing that I thought would have been cool was if they had some different people from NJPW in it. Right. I digress. Well, it was it was the inaugural. It was tournament. the inaugural. It, I think it was a, a. I think it was a. It was a huge testing grounds for an American TV wrestling market. It was with a tournament like this because mm-hmm. you don't have anything like this in WWE or anything on television no. uh, wrestling wise. This is heavily Japan based. Oh, one hundred percent. Anybody who anybody who doesn't see the the similarities between AEW and NJPW sure. uh, it, with the way that it's structured is, is absolutely either blind or silly. Very similar setup as the G one. Right, and I, I think this C2. was a. I, I think this was a testing, like testing ground to see if this 
match type or if this you know style of of wrestling would work here in with AEW and the American TV. Sure, market. I mean and if you've never watched any Japanese wrestling, it's probably a hard sell. Well, it's you know, kind of it's, it's a, a weird type concept. Of Not a lot of people are used to a round robin style of tournament. It's usually right. a single or double elimination tournament. You have a losers bracket, and sometimes that lose. You know, it's it's that's about the standard you have. So I think this was definitely a good test for something like this, and I I I. As far as I can tell, it was a huge success. I didn't honestly see anything bad about it. No. I, I only read rave reviews about the actual Continental Classic itself. And I, again, I just have to praise everybody that was in the tournament was the the perfect people that should have been in it. Oh, yeah. The stories that have led from it are just going to continue to to grow. Right. Um, and it, it was really under a lot of heavy fire originally when, it, when they first started sure, it for that. Because sure. they, the way that... Some of the thing, some of the the matches were playing out. People were like, "Oh, of course it's going to go like this. Of course this person's going to win. Of course yeah. Moxley's going to have, uh, you know, an undefeated streak. He's going to do you know. well. Of course Brian's going to do well. Right, and- right. And it's and it was under criticism for that because it's going to be exactly how we all think it's going to be. Yeah, but then Eddie lost, and then Eddie got another loss, and I was like, "All right, this is really interesting because even though Eddie is not technically the defending champion, because." He doesn't have that belt, but he's basically putting his two belts on the line right. to be part he's of got the this most tournament. He does have the most to lose. He's the only person that's losing anything, you and know, by, by after, being a part of this. Especially after fighting and in, in gaining both of those belts over the past couple of months. Right. He had to be Claudio to get the ROH yep. belt, and he had to go over to Japan to be able to be a part of the NJPW Strong title. Right, right. Which was his dream. I mean, I'm not saying that's anything bad for him, but he had to do a lot, and he had to put a lot of effort in to be able to get these two championships. And a lot so, had to but, be trusted towards him as well. Right. You know? So, so it to was, put them on the line was absolutely huge, and for him to get those two losses right off the bat, and I was, I was worried. Well, I was very skeptical at first because it was one of those, okay, if we want to take the belt off of Eddie, this is a good way to do it. But I was just so surprised that it was that early, and it was. And, and to be honest with you, when the it, when it first was announced, I didn't think Eddie Kingston was going to win. No, I, I, like if you like, it, would did my heart want him to? One hundred percent. I was the minute he got announced, I was like either him or Brody King. Those were my guys. Those were the two that I was gunning for the entire tournament. Of course, I had a soft spot for Eddie. But you know, Brody's. I, I really enjoyed Brody's wrestling and his his sure. musical work. So it was you know I'm biased towards that. Yeah, I was hoping Swerve was going to be a part of the finale. But I I just didn't think that Eddie was going to have what it took to get through it. Like no, it, as, and mentally, like everything that mentally been shown through his career. Yeah, like that's where he was really struggling was like being able to build that confidence in himself that he could go right. out there and he could actually win this. I don't think that he believed in himself. At the beginning of this tournament, I wanted it to believe so bad, but it was so hard it to get hard, behind it. It really sell, was for sure. Um, but I really think, like, back, getting all the way back to my original point, I really think they did a great job telling these stories and setting up matches that at first didn't seem like it mattered. Mm-hmm. That the results came out the way they did, right? But as the story progressed, as the matches <laughs> played out, as the wins and losses collected, and the points piled up, those smaller victories or losses early in the tournament really started to mean more. Yeah, they you did. You know what I mean? Like the, Even the with, with Eddie facing Brian in, I think, his second match. Right. And getting the loss to him. And, and Brian rub, kind of rubbing it in his face. That all came back in the finals for the Blue League. Right. Because at that I mean? point, Brian's able to face... Eddie again, and, and he's already Eddie's never him. beaten. He's already Eddie's never him. beaten he's Brian like, before. He's already been cocky about it and basically saying you'll never exactly. beat me. I mean, look at the streak Brian's on. Right, and and he's going around making such a big deal. You're a bum. You're a bum. You're nothing. You can't beat me. Which listen, if that whole bum thing wasn't planned, because that because Brian grabbed his fan's sign from right. from the ringside, yes. and it said Eddie is a bum. And that was, I don't know if it was a planned spot or if it was a, if it was just completely off the cuff, uh-huh. but they really ran with that. And it was I thought it was really maybe some good. ROH thing, you know, like him calling him a bum from back in the day. I just figured that it was Brian Danielson calling, you know, oh, seeing a sign sure. that was like, oh, this is perfect. This yep. is how I'm supposed to portray and they ran looking with at it. Eddie. They ran with it. Oh, and it came out great. The king of the bums. What do you say? The prince of the gutters? The pr- king of the bum and the prince of the gutters. Like, I love it. Mad king, baby. Right. 
I love it. So it was telling a story. He was able to, uh, you know, go up against Claudio again in this tournament, which was a fantastic match. It which just, was funny because we had just heard about all of the history between Eddie and him through Chikara Pro and and him le- or uh, Cesaro Claudio leaving for WWE and not quote unquote selling or uh, you know laying down for Eddie and the, and the rest of the company. Right. So that had been happening over the last however many right. months. Basically, since Eddie stepped foot in the door of AEW, it's been him and Claudio going. Or, I'm oh, sorry, yeah. the other way around. Yeah, I was Claudio joined after. Ever since Claudio joined, Eddie was literally so walking snake, out Eddie, there. I'm going I'm to show everybody exactly. who, who you really are. Exactly. And I think he's been there a year now. Yeah, it, it's been it's been great. It, it's it, They've done a lot of storytelling. Same thing with Daniel Garcia, with him having losses all the way up until mm-hmm. the final match against Brody King where he got the win, and then they had the six-man. That was huge. Or the eight-man tag match with all the participants in the Golden Blue League Aside uh, from John Moxley and Eddie, Eddie Kingston, Kingston, who were the two uh, finals for um, World's End. And Everybody else faced Daniel each other. Garcia getting that win. That uh, was great. huge. Great. Great. And it's it. That was huge. That was an important part of the story. They didn't just right. throw wins out just to have a win out. Right. There was really a lot of thought into every single win or every single loss that everybody got. Is Daniel Garcia a professional wrestler? Mm-hmm. Is he a sports entertainer? I mean, I is think he the- going to dance? Is he not going to? It's like everything was just so important. Every detail was so important. The only person that didn't have a lot to do other than being an individual that fueled points going to certain areas or points not going to certain areas, it was Andrade. Sure. Uh, I don't know. If, if, at this point, it... You should, if you haven't heard yet, Andrade his rumor has been confirmed to be leaving AEW. Uh, more than likely, would be showing up, possibly even on Monday at night Raw tonight. Um, but don't know if he w- if his exit was already confirmed or ready to you know uh-huh, be a beforehand. thing before the Continental Classic or, ha- or if it happened partway through. It was a great uh, great way to showcase him before he left the company. It was, it was, but he he definitely did what he needed to do on the rest of his contract. He did it well and left very quickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that la- the, the, his last or that last match or just, he was like, goop gone with Miro. He was just, I'm done. Yep. He lost and then phew, done out the door. So he'll probably be on, uh, I guarantee he'll probably be on Monday night, Monday night raw tonight. WWE's that petty lately. He very well might be. Uh, but yeah, the continental classic loved it. Uh, that's not even touching the match between John and Eddie. Uh, an emotional roller coaster on both ends. A well deserved victory. To Japanese wrestling is yep. what they basically said that, that this was for. This was for their idols. They, uh, I think it was uh, Eddie that said, you know, I want my idols to weep when they think about the match that John and I right. are going to have because these two are real life. Like best friends, Eddie says John is like brother There's from another mother. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like one of those relationships where they are like real life family. So it meant a lot to Eddie to have this match against of all people John, who he again had never beaten before. And more, even more so of of whether their 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 relationship. I mean, John's a tried and true. You, you need a guy to make another guy look good. Put John out there. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And this was a great way to give Eddie the accolades that he needs to give him the roses he needs to give him the whatever he needs in order to put him as a as a top performer in AEW NJPW ROH whatever promotion he's in with a championship belt uh this was honest to god my favorite match of the night it was the reason why I wanted to watch World's End it, it was more oh, same absolutely it, it, it was more enthralling to me to watch this match than the MJF Samojo match than the Tony Storm Riho match sure. than any of the matches like this was the re- you uh, we could have shut this off after this match and I would have been perfectly fine but I would have been bummed to have not seen the rest but Eddie versus Mox was definitely the highlight of the night for me and regardless of what happened it was a phenomenal Continental Classic. It is something I'm going to look forward to every yeah. oh, year. Oh, for sure. It's something that I hope months in advance we're going to hear people saying that they're going to be participating in it. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping we're going to get some press conferences, maybe something like that with it, like they do with the G1, to really amp this up. Uh, they gave it to the right guy. Oh, yeah, 100%. They gave it to the right they guy. Told a, they told a great story with this. They, t- they gave it to the right guy. They, they really got behind 
an individual that the fans naturally fell in love with. It wasn't right. one of those. It wasn't a gimmick. It wasn't a a shtick. It was just that's Eddie Kingston. Love him or hate him. That that's, that's what you Kingston. get. That's your uh, that's your ROH world champion, NJP strong, MBW champion, and your continental crown crown champion. Yes. That's a mouthful. But yeah, I, I love that he's just a real guy, and it's yep. always funny to me because he'll he'll cut promos, and the constant question is, does Eddie realize that wrestling? is not real <laughs> i know like does he really think that this is real life because he dedicates his his whole entire life to it but isn't it's that so real isn't so that genuine. something that you want from somebody yes you know, i love it as as a performer like he makes it so easy to mis- mistake real life from kayfabe right and you you look at somebody whether it's on twitter or it's on aw television and you just you're like it i, I don't know if he's being like sincere is he like I, I don't know if this is an actual actor if this is his actual way of thinking yeah. or you know so it's uh, I think that's what makes him so relatable to the quote-unquote everyday man you know or everyday woman is is he's just relatable yeah he's just a dude he's just exactly. a, he's just a, a, a guy trying to get through and be the best that he yeah, can be trying to live his dream and that's dealing all. with the same bullshit that a lot of us end up dealing with on mm-hmm. an everyday basis you know I, I yeah, this Continental Classic did great. It elevated Eddie to heights that he's needed to go for. It has brought everybody else in the Continental Classic to a point to they can build so much on. And I, I, a huge success. Huge success. I'm so, super excited to see it next year. Uh, I just don't know what we're going to be doing for the next nine months. I know it's like what do you what do you look forward to now? I, a revolution, revolution is I think the next big thing that we need to kind of buckle down and look forward to. We've got Sting's last match. Revolution right. is always an absolute banger. They haven't even announced anything else, so I don't know what else is going down. But that's that's the big thing to kind of focus on. But it's it's kind of bittersweet to not be able to turn on Dynamite this week and see another continent yeah classic see match. who's gonna who's gonna possibly be mathematically eliminated or yeah. who's going to get is jay lethal who? gonna win at least one match like nope, nope. that's it nope it's jay over. lethal didn't win a single match he was the daniel not. garcia of the blue league no daniel garcia beat brody king oh that's right he did get at least that's one a win. huge win that no, was jay, another thing I mean, jay we had, was the we, only one that did not win it that was match. one of the funnest things about the classic too was you and i sat here every week and we were analyzing the brackets of who had how many points, who had how many matches left, yeah. who hasn't fought If this who. person wins and this person loses, then this person advances. It was fun to do we the broke math. Down, yeah, and every scenario, every possibility. Yeah, well, the, if the this Charlie person Day won and scenario. that one doesn't, yeah. <sighs> it's going to be fun next year. going to miss it. But, see, that's the thing is you can't oversaturate something that, that, Absence that is Absence makes great. the heart fonder. You got that. Or so. something. You were gone for 10 days, and I couldn't wait for you to get back exactly. home. And that was just because I was tired of our children bothering me. Well, for whatever reason, you'll look forward to in eight to, to nine months when... When I get to go on vacation. When uh, I'm just going to I'm just going to go to, to some pay-per-view by myself. That's horrible. I can't do that. I made a joke. Fucking anxiety attack over that shit. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like I got one ticket to Revolution and I didn't. I'd go. get to the hotel room and I, I'd, I'd, I don't even know. I'd fall asleep at like noon. Uh, that's relatable too. So Tony Khan has been running his version of Aces and Eights or what other, whatever other version of Masked Who Done It. Yep. Um, it has been a very big point of contention, especially since Jungle Boy Jack Perry has been rumored to be the one behind the mask, which was not. Oh, I think very... everybody has been rumored. Britt Baker was rumored. Right. Um, right. I, there were rumors that Adam everybody. Cole faked the injury and he was the devil. And, you know, it just I don't know. Something's just got Roderick so strong. We've got uh, Sammy CM Callahan. Punk. CM Punk was like the leading one for the longest yeah. time that it was all a work. And Punk I was... thought that was funny, too. Yeah. Um. And it was, I don't know, I, when I heard Jungle Boy, I think at that point, at that time, when I had heard it, I think at that point, it was just like one of those, like, what are we doing with this? Yeah. And if, if it was that grand reveal, why? Had it, The only, okay, I, I want to back up. The only person that I could possibly even like put in this situation or put in that position to be on, behind the devil mask, that would be one of those, wow, what a payoff. Sure would be cm punk yeah i think oh, it's the sure. only way you were going to be sure. able to get this to be a but understanding where it was like oh my god i can't believe they did that yeah that would be great you know like the the firing was fake before he 
showed up at Survivor Series. Right. I think that there was, was the rumor. no altercation between, you yep. know, Jungle Boy and him. Yep. It was all fake and he was the devil. That would have made a lot of sense. Because as far as I know, to my knowledge, and again, I am just a, a humble public citizen, uh, th- there's been no, I, I have yet to see any footage or any, sure. d- anything that, that documents CM Punk being violent with Jungle Boy. Right. And then again with Tony Khan. Right. Uh, supposedly there is fan footage. Supposedly there are eyewitnesses. So of course, you know it is what it is. But I, you know, it very at the time. It at very one point, well it could have been possible. Been. Yeah. I mean, all of it could have been a work. Sure. You know, but I think once he, you know, obviously went back to WWE, unless yep. WWE is working with AEW. And exactly. To let him like be the, the devil. Forbidden door devil. That obviously went out the door. Then we right. heard that whoever was actually in behind the devil's mask and behind the, you know, masked right. men uh, moniker were Worthy. actually the act- the people. Now, uh, I, I have one criticism about that. I was well. going to also say one I'll criticism you, I'll about let, that. I'll let you do it then because I know it's the same thing. Probably the same thing. Okay. How the hell could this man not get? into the ring we determined uh, after all spoiler alert adam cole is the devil oh see i have a different point of contention okay so adam cole is the devil yeah we we realized that he he like i said spoiler alert sorry Mm -hmm. if you didn't know um the one weird thing about that is again we were told everybody that's behind the mask and and the the devil or the the masked men moniker was the actual person but adam cole jumped out of a car the other day when MJF got like power bombed through the car, right, and he he jumped right up out of that car like it was nothing, but okay, I think I might have couldn't slide into the ring and get on top of that the, the chair. The yeah, I I don't know when the I actual didn't, I didn't think about that at all. But personally, the one I th- one thing I thought of was another departure that just le- announced his uh, him leaving AEW. Sean Spears, right. Uh, there have been reports that Sean Spears was an individual under one of the masked hoods at one point. Which is really weird, too, because who replaced him? Or was there the another o- devil that... The only thing I can or, think uh, of... Or masked man, I'm sorry. The only thing I can think of is Sean Spears was, was one of the four henchmen. Okay. And unless Adam Cole's ankle is completely fake, the only thing I can think of is they use Roderick Strong as a stand-in for the devil uh-huh. to make it look like... Adam Cole, so he could jump out of the out right. Of, the of car. course, because if you saw the Adam Cole actually get out of the car, it would have been really weird because you would have been like, "This dude has a yeah, crutch. he's got a boot. You got a giant <laughs> boot, and he's limping around." Um, would have been a little bit of a dead giveaway, but you know, I think they did what they could with it because there were rumors that Samoa Joe was in it. Well, Samoa Joe can't be in it because that dude is about two times the size of yeah of I think what these actual guys are. So it kind of narrowed it down. Wardlow size guy, and it's Wardlow, and it ended up being Wardlow. I just okay no surprises. I, I'm 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 not upset that it's not Jungle Boy. When I heard Jungle Boy, my stomach turned. Same. Um, there's a couple other names that I heard. Britt Baker was one, and I even like kind of thought the idea. I think the only person that would make sense is Adam Cole. Sure. And it just, it felt so on the head. It did. It was just like, the minute the lights turned on and he's sitting there and it's like, well, no fucking shit. And they pulled all their masks off and it was, it was the Mike King. Bennett, it's Matt Taven from the kingdom, yep. it's Wardlow, and it's Adam Cole. You mean Roger Trump? Oh, and, uh, I'm sorry. Wardlow, yeah. Roderick Strong, and Adam Cole. And it, it was. It was one well, of those like, like well, he, of course it they was. They pull the masks off. And again, AEW, fucking fix your camera timing. Because two thirds of them pull their masks off and then they change the camera angle. So you don't see them. They had to rush back to, the, to them and they're, <laughs> they're standing there. But it was like once they pulled their mask off, it was just like, yeah, no fucking shit. Yeah. I, 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 <sighs> I didn't hate it. Okay, it here, here's feel, my thought. It didn't feel like the kick in the gut. That they wanted it to be. Yeah. Did they expect us to be like, oh, my God. Right. Because I don't think anybody, there wasn't a gasp in the house. You mm-hmm. know, I think everybody, we all unanimously went, yep. So I'm not mad at it because the story makes sense. It yeah. makes sense. Adam Cole is the devil. It makes sense that Roddy, Matt Ta- Matt Bennett... Uh, Matt Taven, Mike Bennett, Matt Taven, Jesus, Lord have mercy, and Wardlow all have something against MJF. That at least makes sense to the story. Now, why this happened, why Samoa Joe ended up winning over MJF, which unfortunately gets kind of pushed to the back burner uh, because of the devil story, but 
we now have Samoa Joe, who is the AEW World Champion. Right. There's so many questions here. Yeah. What? Is, what? What did? What did? What did Adam gain from screwing over MJF? Well, and also, what did Samoa? Why did Samoa Joe win the title? Like, why did it work out? What did Samoa Joe do that Adam Cole was like, "I'll, I'll help you get the title if you yeah, beat know. these guys." I don't really know what it was, it but was if you like, look back and you and you watch like the the promos with MJF and Adam Cole while Adam Cole was recovering from the broken is it foot? Yes. Okay, he's recovering from his broken foot, and there's like interviews with him like in his room. It's like, like he's on Skype. Yeah, like Skype recovering. And there's a couple of them. And if you go back and watch them now, after everything's said and done. You're, watching, you're talking Adam about watching Cole, his mannerisms. Yeah, Adam Cole was 100% pushing MJF to fight against Samoa Joe. Give him oh, a yeah. chance. He's trying to set it all up. He's setting it all up. And I, I didn't necessarily really see it then. They did it mm-hmm. well because it, they portray him as such a nice guy. Right. I didn't see those signs then. Um but there were so many signs then. So if you look back and look at those little pieces and look at the well, backstage even, interviews and look at, we ended up seeing one where it was Roderick Strong and they were interviewing Adam Cole, same kind of thing, like a Skype thing. Well, and yeah, because Roderick, Roderick Strong, Strong been screaming, he's the devil. You yeah, know. he's like, I swear, I swear on everything that he's the devil. And he actually pointed to Adam Cole right. on the, like, the Skype video while they're talking. I, and I'm so. sure if you go back and you analyze how he talks about how MJF is the devil, mm-hmm. you can break down the grammar to where it's like okay maybe he wasn't saying mjf he is the devil he might be saying mjf comma comma, he (laughs) is the devil right you know and i kind of like it more now that i've done my own little bit of detective work thanks to x you know but kind of pointing some things out too it makes a lot more sense so for me i'm not disappointed a little part of me wanted to be surprised i wanted there to be at least one member that was like holy shit mustafa ali is part of this devil you know henchman like that would have been really cool but it it was everybody was just like spot on exactly who you thought they were going to be i saw a couple people were upset it wasn't dolph ziggler I mean, yeah, I wish it was Dolph Ziggler, too, but that, but that made, doesn't make any that sense. That would have made no sense. If he was in place of Wardlow, and but why? he was what, just what like, was oh, we brought, yeah, like, what are you going to do? But see, okay, At here's my question, people, though. people, for is, the most part, have something. Is Adam Cole strictly doing this because he's just trying to ruin MJF's life? Because, again, I don't now know. Samoa Joe holds the title. Right. At least what MJF, did that do for Adam Cole? Had, again, at least MJF, <laughs> you had a chance to beat him. Right. You know? Now you just put this Samoa guy Joe, who's uninjured. You could put Adam Cole inside of Samoa Joe. Right. And he'd still have room for dinner. It's like that scene with Luke Skywalker in Star Wars where he hides inside of uh, that thing for warmth. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I don't remember Luke Skywalker <laughs> wrestling Samoa Joe for the eight. You don't remember that? No, no. That was the first was Star the Wars. Last we haven't seen the last Star Wars, so you know, no, that no, might no, be. That was the first one. Okay. <laughs> That was the first one. He fights Samoa Joe for the <laughs> AEW World Championship. Yeah. No, I must have missed that. Was that in the bonus features? No, no. Oh, you must okay. have just fell asleep. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I think I wasn't on the right amount of right amount of drugs for that. That scene. I think so too. At any rate, um, I don't know what Samoa Joe had anything to do with this. Again, I just it, did Adam Cole he faked just an like, injury so that did he but, just get yeah, but that hold on, mad? Wait, did he just on. get that mad and go? You know what? I'm gonna ruin Max's life. But real quick, I have a question because this really doesn't make sense, and I haven't seen anybody notice this yet. But I just thought of something. Didn't Adam Cole fuck himself over because <laughs> Samoa <laughs> Joe? Didn't Adam Cole fuck MJF? Maybe they did. That's Ooh, that's yeah. whatever they want to do. What this is all stemming from. Hey, Tony Khan said, "Whatever you do in your own time." That's true. Um, so Adam Cole screwed himself over, right? Because okay, how did, how did Adam he Cole... helped Samoa Joe get the championship, uh-huh. but he also lost his own belt. That is, par- yeah, okay. That is one thousand percent true. So, he yeah, was he, he... half of the ROH tag team champions, and because Samoa Joe faked an injury. To Probably put at all Adam of this Cole's, uh, uh, request. Yeah. Adam Cole then no longer is the ROH tag team champion. Yeah. But I, his friend Mike Mike Bennett and, and Matt Taven. And are. that's that's my That's fine. That's my point is I don't know <laughs> I don't understand what Adam Cole's motivation is yet. Adam Cole hasn't won anything. But but uh, but why is he 
Why was he willing to give up any type of a title shot? And right. he's able to give up his tag. He's willing to give up his tag titles uh-huh. just so MJF is sad. Right. Like, I, I don't understand. Just so MJF would lose his title? Was Why this, didn't you take it from him at was all Was this in? entire time, like, <laughs> the entire time was him the questions doing this? For this reason? I just don't like. I can't understand the reasoning why yeah. he's done it. And what of makes course, it, I'm sure we'll hear something about it on Dynamite. But uh-huh. what makes it even more confusing is that the rumors are coming out that Samoa Joe was going to win this belt even before MJF got hurt. MJF's not hurt. He is hurt. He has like a torn shoulder or something like that. That's why he's got the the whole Chris Brooks get up. Gotcha. Okay. I, he, yeah, a I torn forgot. labrum, I think is what it is. I don't right. remember exactly what that is, but he was fighting with that. That's why he was nursing his left shoulder so bad because he's actually dealing with a legit injury that he had an MRI uh, about a month or so ago okay. and they proved that he had an actual injury. So right. the rumors were that maybe Samoa Joe got it so that MJF could have time off. And uh, okay. I, I have heard from he's going to be taking some time off. So. He probably is regardless, but no matter what, whether MJF did actually get hurt or not, Samoa Joe the, always has been the plan for him to win. So my question is, and obviously you can't answer this, is how did the devil... Shit, well, you can speculate. I mean, please. How did the devil storyline change when Adam broke his foot? Did Adam break his foot? I mean, we saw pictures of it. It could I be could just do, speculation. Give me 15 minutes. I'll come up with broken ankle pictures all that I can hand, yeah. hand say that I went to the doctor for. I mean, he's still walking around backstage promo pictures and stuff with the crutches. So I, I mean, mean, I can. I, I'm telling you, like you can fake an injury, especially if it's going to be covered up with a cast. You could, but don't a you think? Cast, but don't not, you think he would like Roddy and like walk around and be like, hey, you know? Well, of course, play the instead part. of just sitting in the chair. No, he played into it, faked the injury, so that once Max gets fucked over by this mystery group, oh, there's no way that my bro Chacho, who okay. is at home, hurt after having all of this surgery and being, oh, yeah. so injured there's after no way it's Adam There's attacking no me. way it's Adam. There's yeah. no way my best friend, who's constantly, not physically here, but mm-hmm. a phone call away, that was constantly mad at me and never wanted to do this, like, of course there's no way he would ever want he would ever do this to me. He's yeah. Hurt. There's no way. I mean, Roderick was not wearing the neck brace. No, Roderick was never hurt. Well, I mean, that's a different, whole different that's, story. But, but that's, <laughs> that's my point, though. Like, you know, like, and honest, so many signs. And I mean, he could be hurt. It could just be. I, I don't know. But I, I think it was I think it's one of those things that they leaned into either an actual injury or into a kayfabe injury so right. that he was able to throw the the trail cold. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious what would have happened with the storyline if Adam didn't get hurt, if he actually did get hurt, again, assuming right. he did. I mean, like you said, it, Joe might have been slated to get the championship at the end of the year anyways. Yeah. Because he is a very hot commodity and very, a lot uh-huh. of people like him want him to have a championship belt. He's And I can he, see he's why he's got it. He's titled championship yeah. material. Of course he is, absolutely. It just and interesting MJF to has, see what Adam Cole has has any stakes in Samoa Joe. Right. Well, and on top of that, MJF has been running for well over a year with this belt. Oh, for sure. And I'm not it's saying like that he needed to stop. Days. But at the same time, you're you, that's a lot for one individual. It is. You know, And defending so, multiple championships, some in the same multiple pay-per-view. Multiple times. Right. So, but yeah, I don't know what Adam Cole gains from all of this. I don't know what his response is going to be on Dynamite or, or right. Rampage. Are or we going to see something Dynamite um, with some I, more explanation to it? How long are we going to not see MJF? And then on top of that, beyond the repercussions of the storyline and where he's going, and or, or, or you know, where does this put MJF? Because as of right now, MJF has never come out to say that he has signed a new contract or right. an extension uh-huh. with AEW. The Which rumors, is a great way to play into it. Now he's not here. The rumors are always sky high, and they, they've said, oh, yeah, he's signed months ago, and it would make sense because he stopped talking about the bidding war of 2024 as right. much. He's but, really more of a like a family man in the, in the sense that he's talking about AEW like it's his, his home, home, you it's know. It's the best of professional wrestling, exactly. the AEW World Championship. Referring is, it to it as we, right, you know. Right. Um, but with him not coming out and directly saying that he's signed a con, he's he's openly said no, I have not signed anything. Right. New. It's not a like oh I don't want to answer the question. Yeah. Oh, well we'll see what happens. Yeah. It has been a hundred percent. I have not signed anything mm-hmm. and AEW has not said anything about it nobody has made comment about it mm-hmm. i'm interested to so see that's fun they can play that in the storyline that they yeah i mean i just don't see him going to wwe 
I not don't right either. Now. With not how right important with the- he is to AEW, with how much of he became, he went from one of the four pillars to the. Mm-hmm. pillar the most right. important person in especially aew that was your, holding everything together especially since one of your pillars has been fined suspended and has yet to be seen back on television yeah um exactly i think they leaned in heavy to mjf this year i think it was a rightfully good so. idea rightfully giving so. him the title i yep. think having him have it for the as long as he did was a good idea and Agreed. personally though i think it was a smart idea having him drop this title right before the end of of the year in his hometown, that was good yeah. too. And and it's it's cliche professional wrestling when you're in your hometown you lose. But yeah, I feel like it fit the storyline so well. It did. You had the guy that's been on top. He has been everywhere he goes. They chant his name. He is your scumbag. Yep. He has created or uh, formed an alliance with somebody that was such a fan favorite that has such a good following he that has such a good repertoire with, with the his fans, best friend. You know, and they really leaned into him and now they're like, "Okay, now that we've got our champion who's got his ki- feet kicked out from underneath him, Superman has finally gotten his ass kicked." Right. Now it's time for the retribution arc. Exactly. Now it's time for my for my scumbag to make his comeback and really make a difference or be a complete asshole like he was when he first uh-huh. showed up. And I love I, I'm so excited to see what they're the idea do. of either way is, is great. Is the, it going to completely break him into being that asshole again? Is it going to completely break him to where he doesn't want to come back? Like you said, his contract is over. He's not even going to come back see anymore. Him in WWE? I don't know, but that's the great way, like you said, to, to kind of end the year in so right. much question. But doing the right thing by putting the belt on Samoa Joe. Just curious to see, like, what does that do for Adam Cole? Obviously, you know, the kingdom are the ROH tag champions. That's great. Yeah, you know what? What does that mean for Roderick Strong and Adam Cole from here? Adam Cole's injured, right. air quotes. You know, we don't know for sure, but assuming so. Not only that, but what's this? What's the? Uh, who's the next opponent for Joe? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, who's the next contender for the world title? Well, and it's weird because there's really nobody else that's in any type of story with Samoa Joe either. Right. Right. It's not He's like been there's so a clear cut with... contender. The, I mean, the only the only there's other nobody people you that have won. Is, is the is the devils the 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 devils henchmen. Yeah, you've got Wardlow who was involved with the. Yeah. You know, I know he's won that AEW World Championship. And maybe that's part of the stipulation, you know, because we helped you. We get a shot at the belt. <sighs> That'd be a hell Don't of know. a match. Wardlow versus Samoa Joe for the belt. I'd love to see it. That'd be a hell of a match. I'd love to see it. Really, Roderick Strong versus Samoa Joe would be a great match too. That would be. Oh, that would be. I, I, I want to see more Roderick Strong. Mm-hmm. I, I've I I've too. I've never appreciated him until I've seen him in AEW. Yeah, uh, I've I've known the name. He's incredible. But the yeah, Kingdom, I've heard that they're, he's amazing. They're so good. They absolutely I hated them. They're so good. They deserve to be the ROH tag. Champions. I hated it them for so sense. long. That's yeah, because again, uh, it's uh, the Chris Jericho uh, effect so all good. over again. No, I they're instantly, great at what they do. I instantly changed my mind on them after watching them after about two or three matches. They're so amazing. They're so talented individually, and not to be that guy. How can you just not live love uh, Mike Bennett? He's just one of the most positive. He really is. Like dudes out there, he's on. Yeah. If you don't follow him on X, definitely do. If you don't follow us. On X, please oh do. We're at CAW that's, that's like the first plug Wrestling Pod. CAW Wrestling Pod on every social every media platform. platform. But and yes, you know what? Real quick, I can confirm we did make a TikTok. Yep. I told we didn't, you. We didn't, we didn't make a TikTok. We like created the account. Right. We now should probably I have to figure out how to make TikTok. a TikTok. New Year's resolution. We will make a TikTok. That's yours. That is not going to be mine. Uh, we'll figure it out. We're already way behind the curve in yep. learning TikTok in 2024. Maybe I'll do claymation or something. Claymation. Said a lot of video. <laughs> Welcome to coffee and claymation. Flip flip book. No, I think caffeine and claymation is probably not a good thing. Caffeine I think, and claymation. I think Ooh, I feel like claymation has bowl. it takes a lot of patience and time. It does. And and a steady hand. Yeah, things and, we don't have. No, no. This is why I turn wrenches. <laughs> I don't. I don't have a steady hand. I need that twitch. That extra twitch from the, from the caffeine gets that extra torque on that bolt. <laughs> uh, yeah, I am still your CAW predictions champion. I came in at an Boo. almost po- perfect score. Uh, I have it here. I think the only one I got incorrect was 
the gold versus blue league. Yep. I picked the blue league to win, and unfortunately, I was incorrect there. Uh, it's however, okay. Daniel Garcia deserved the win on that one. So I will finish out the 2023 year as your CAW uh, predictions honky. champion. <laughs> uh, I don't even know how many months this is running, but if you want to get it on the action, you make sure whenever you do your predictions for pay-per-views, premium live events, use the hashtag CAW predictions. Uh, if you end up beating me, I will, I don't know, send you a, a, a hug. <laughs> a virtual I hug. I've, I don't know how I'm going to send a hug. No, we're going to uh, try and get some coffee mugs together uh, come 2024. Uh, we'll try to use those for, you know, giveaways here and there. Yeah. And if you can outsmart one of us, then, you know. It's not really hard to do. Not, we, should, we shouldn't really put that out there. You're not going to get me. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I am running this champion. I am. I'm upset. The, I am the tribal chief. I'm upset because. Of, of coffee and wrestling. You are. I had gone with Andrade to win because I didn't want to have the Head of the coffee table, community. baby influence my my uh picks i didn't I mean, want to contract change it contractual obligations yeah. also i really wasn't sure about mjf so i was wrong there too yeah yeah i i was i don't know i just had a hunch i had and even beyond the devil stuff i had a hunch that it was it, just it was a good time to on the nose and damn it it went exactly the way i thought it was going to go and again surprisingly i'm not mad at it <laughs> i mean yeah sometimes the the ex- I guess the expected is is the best way to go. It's not the worst thing. It's worse than I would rather it go exactly the way you think it's gonna go than have some like surprise that makes absolutely no sense. No, I wanted to make absolutely no sense every time. Why? It's fun. Hashtag goofy wrestling for makes life. me smile. <laughs> makes me scratch my head and, and question my own sanity over something that you know just isn't supposed to make sense. Okay, sure. Doink the clown. He was portrayed by like 15 different people. Mm-hmm. Mae Young got power bombed through a table. That makes no sense, but I love it. It's wrestling. It's professional wrestling. And it's a new year of professional wrestling. It's 2024. Can't wait to see the amazing things that we do. We do. Oh, yeah. I can't Who wait to see the most amazing things we do. Ever was so bored the other day and decided to download every single episode of this podcast. Thank you so much. That was so random. Yeah, I don't know what that was. We got a random forty-one spike. downloads in one day. It was like so we went through every single podcast. Thank it was you. within one day. Thank it was you. within a five-minute span. It was incredible. So somebody is out there just powerhousing coffee and wrestling episodes. You should wow. powerhouse coffee wow. and wrestling. You that means they'd be consuming coffee and wrestling probably at the rate that we consume coffee. That's perfect. You know, cheap and easy. Yep, we appreciate you, friends. So I think that'll do it for this episode of Coffee and Wrestling, a wrestling podcast. We want to thank you so much for this entire year of content i know you guys will be hearing this on january 1st but we were recording this on december 31st so we're still very appreciative of all the stuff that we have done this year all of the listens that we've gotten all of the fans that we have gotten thank you so much make sure you follow us on all social media platforms x facebook instagram tiktok at caw wrestling pod you can follow me on my own personal twitter at gunk dudley you can follow me at a bacon party Make sure you start your week outright with a fresh episode of Coffee and Wrestling, a wrestling podcast posted every Monday morning at 4 a.m. So it is up and ready before you are. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you in 2024. I've hit record. You're doing the intro, right? 2024, nothing's changed.